Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode after a little hiatus. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly-ish conversation between John and myself where we review either a randomly selected or listener-submitted minute of content. John, what do we have the pleasure of looking at today? Uh, Today we are looking at Teenage Bounty Hunters, Season 1, Episode 3, Minute 20. All right, and uh, we don't actually have a sponsor for this week's episode, so I thought I could just tell you some... um, Weird bullshit I've been saying to myself in an offensive Creole accent to help get through quarantine. Do you think that would help, John? Uh, somebody might find it helpful. Sure. Let's, let's give it a try. Et la vie quarantine. <laughs> Whenever anything sort of shitty happens, you just say to yourself, that's just the quarantine life. But in an offensive yep. Creole accent. Here's another one. Les élèves étouffés. Doesn't really mean anything, but it's fun to say. Okay, cool. Cool. I I didn't understand. I I think I parsed out the word quarantine in there. (laughs) Well, um, then as far as you know, those were both very funny, and let's leave it at that. All right. All right. So what's our level of familiarity here with teenage bounty hunters? I'm coming in at a a hot zero. I think it's a Netflix original. Uh, I think it is a Netflix original. I have heard of it, but beyond... Beyond the name Teenage Bounty Hunters and that it's the hot new Netflix property, uh, I know nothing about it. Did you hear about it from your teenage students or from... No. The, no, okay. I mean, quarantine has kind of put a, uh, you know, mm, yep. a kibosh on any sort of like actual socialization, including in class. So uh, as far as I know, my students are watching this or maybe not watching it at all. Maybe watching TikToks of this. Yes, that is uh, that is actually objectively more likely than anything else. All right, well, here's your quick 15-second-ish intro to the scene before we get into it. Uh, we see two young women sitting in a car, uh, maybe after a high school sports event, and then we cut to one of the women in a furniture store, and that's kind of it. Yep. So I think we should do a script read for this one. Oh, it's been a while since we did a script read. Yeah, let's go ahead. Um, do you want to be Woman 1 or Woman 2? We don't learn either of their names, so. Uh, I think I'll be Woman 2 this time. All right, here we go. Um, Why are you bringing Miles to Bargain Hole? I want this to feel as little like a date as possible while still meeting the technical parameters of a date. There's food. There's music. Also, I really want to price one of those leather recliners. I saw a picture of a cat curled up in one, and she looks so comfortable. Cool. Okay. Are you sure you don't want to, like, go home and change and shower, though? You smell like the inside of a leg cast. (sighs) Oh. Nah, I'm good. Okay. Oh, God. You can do it. Uh... Love you. And then there's there's no dialogue while she's in the bargain hole, but that's what's happening after that. Yeah, the bargain hole part. Yeah, that's good. All right, so the I I feel like we are safe in assuming that these are the titular teenage bounty hunters. They they appear to be teenagers, and we haven't met anyone else, so let's assume yes. 
<laughs> yep, that's what I'm that's what I'm going off of here. So the the setup for this is that she smells like the inside of a leg cast and she's going on a date, right? Seems to be. Uh, first off, I love the you smell like the inside of a leg cast. It's so evocative of exactly. <laughs> it, it is, but, but at the same time, I've never smelled the inside of any kind of cast, I don't think. So I understand no. it's horrific, but I can't like picture it in my mind's nose. Oh, okay. Well, needless to say, it is horrible. So uh, it's basically just like unwashed human concentrate is the smell of it. Uh, and we're assuming that she's uh, the the woman too, the girl that's going to go on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing a basketball jersey. So I think we're assuming she just got back and her hair is in a ponytail. So maybe she was doing a sport. She was doing a sport. Yeah. She was pulling a sport. Well, okay. Other than her smelling like the inside of a leg cast, I think the biggest thing we got to talk about, John, is bargain hole. Yes. Uh, I like the bargain hole. It's in a strip mall. Yep. Uh, it it said, The words are clearance, and then in the middle, there's like a sign with an illustration and bargain hole on it, and then outdoor center on the right side. So... It reads Clearance Bargain Hole Outdoor Center, which is kind of weird. It is one store, though, right? It's just one store, and I'm I'm kind of thrown because I thought this was going to be a furniture store that she was taking. Uh, what was his name? Lawrence? Uh, no, it was uh, Miles. Miles, yeah, that she's taking Miles to. But apparently it's an outdoor center that also sells leather recliners. <laughs> yes, it does seem to be what it is. Um, it... it I guess they like it feels like the kind of place that maybe sells anything that they just sort of can get off the truck at any point in time. Yeah. If they can get a good deal off of leather recliners and that's what they do. I was kind of thinking it's like a real small town store where it's the only big store and they kind of do everything. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the bargain hole sign. It's got the, um, oh shoot, uh, the movie with, uh, Jimmy Stewart, where he can't look down. Oh, um, yeah. What? I'm not gonna remember it. Yeah, good lord. He, you get dizzy when you vertigo look at heights. I think. Have we vertigo. done this? Vertigo, vertigo. That's it. Uh, so it's the Vertigo movie poster, except it's like a woman in 1950s gear in the silhouette, like 90s, 1950s gear, 1950s like housewife clothing. As if she's falling in, she's geared up yeah. for her adventure into the bargain hole. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's just a weird, a weird little thing. It's all the colors and everything, and the fact that their silhouettes just, you know, talks to the Milton Glaser uh, poster. I can remember Milton Glaser. I can't remember anything else. <laughs> of course. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's weird. It's it's a nice touch, but it's a weird thing for them to have spent the time to do in a Netflix original TV show. It's not Milton Glaser. It's Saul Bass. Oh, my God. Oh. I even remember that incorrectly. God. Sorry. Now that's Wrong designer. It's embarrassing yeah. for the three people who listen and will understand that <laughs> reference. All right. Can uh, Becky's mom will get it, I'm sure. She's one of the three. Can we yep. talk about um, what she's doing in that recliner right at the end of the clip? Uh, so, <laughs> I... So I just assume this is just a teenager action mm-hmm. verbiage. It's like this is what sitting in a recliner is like. Uh, she basically starts to sit down on it sideways, right? 
like with her legs up on the arms of the chair. And then she decides that, no, 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 no. I got to check out the other positions. But none of the positions are legs down, uh, back straight up. Uh, the other positions mm-hmm. are like basically every other position beyond that. Yeah, I, I think she was trying to act like the cat she saw in the photo that looked super comfortable <laughs> in the recliner. But That would make sense. But I don't know, because she didn't choose the leather recliner to sit in. So I I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Teenagers. It's, it's like, uh, it's not leather, it's um, microfiber, right? Micro, micro cloth or whatever. Wasn't that what she was sitting in? Oh, I don't know what it was. Some kind of fabric, though. Yeah. Man. Okay, so... On the whole, ooh, I think the bargain hole, very good store. I wish there was a bargain hole near me. Uh, yes. But I'm not sure it really meets the technical parameters of a date. I mean, as as our character lays out, the parameters are food and music, but I'm not sure uh-huh. that's enough to really constitute a date. So I thought maybe we could try to come up with some other examples of things that are you know, food and music involved, but are totally not a date. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so do you have an example of this? My first thought isn't very good, but like a vet's office, because there's usually okay. some kind of music playing and there is food, but it's dog food. So probably not a date. Well, it yeah, I mean, I guess it's true. There, it, there isn't necessarily people food. Like it doesn't say uh, digestible food or mm-hmm. yeah. even, yeah. So as long as it's technically food then anything could be a date. Because, like, you know, you could also say that, like, you know, any sound that nature produces could be music to someone. But I thought, personally, I thought of an ice cream truck. Because you know that, you know, you could be uh, chewing on the gumball eye of Raphael, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, while listening to uh, The Great Entertainer on repeat. 10,000 times over and over and over I mean, again. John, I, I think you might have you might have really done done our argument in with that, though, because to me, that sounds like a micro date. That is a micro date? <laughs> so, wait, there's, there's micro dates now? I think it's a micro date. If you meet your, your best individual at the ice cream truck, you're going to mm-hmm. spend 10 minutes together, socially distant. Why, why the truck is still active is a good question. But <laughs> you go up, you get your ice cream, you sit six feet apart, and it's like 15-minute micro date. Okay. Okay. So, however long it takes you to get to the uh, blue part of the rocket pop is however long the date lasts. I, I think guess. so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another another one I thought of is I I don't know why this sprung to mind, but the specific Dunkin' Donut stall in the Harvard Square Tea Station. Ooh, interesting. Because there's always a busker next to it, so mm. you could be eating. Dunkin' Donuts or sipping on coffee or whatever, but there's no place to sit. There's no that you could just stand with the rest of the commuters. Sure. But it's even on the other side of the turnstile, so like you know, Homeland Security is going to be like, "What the hell are they doing on the other side of the turnstiles, uh-huh, uh-huh. just standing there?" Yeah. So that 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 I would think of, and that's Harvard Square in Boston. I guess so, that would make sense. Not really a date, but at the same time, could it be a micro date? If you had a commute that overlapped with somebody and you stopped there for five minutes and had a uh, crawler I together. Guess, I guess in some sort of like whimsical, like I don't think any person would be like, oh yeah, this is quality time <laughs> because Harvard Square is a busy, is yeah, a busy intersection. That's true. So, so like it, it, it'd be sort of like a, like a, like a food vendor in a 
New York, like in like a busy intersection in New York, except like, I guess it's much smaller than that because it's Boston. But, uh, but it'd be like the same sort of thing. It's like, there's no, there's no like, hey, let's just gently talk in this nook over here. There's mm. none of that. Yeah. It's definitely like, it's for, it's commuter food. It's for like people getting on their way to work. It's pragmatic. It's not for dating. Yeah. Okay. But I guess you could reutilitize. <laughs> It for a date i'm i think i need to tell you a story though john about how i used to do almost this exact thing in high school okay you know how at the hagerstown outlets there's the wolf's furniture store uh, i do i am familiar with that yes all uh, prime th- deals at the hagerstown outlet yeah, it's got, always got a lot of shirts there good stuff probably you could socially distance shop there right now but that's not what i'm thinking um we used to go to that Wolf's Furniture all the time and mm-hmm. eat the snacks that they had out and sit in the recliners and the massage chairs and just hang out there for like an hour on the weekend. I mean, it's Boone's Bro. You know, there's not much else to do. Did, did you ever <laughs> yeah. do that at the Wolf's Furniture or was that just me and my, my friends? Uh, no. Uh, so uh, I did not live in Boonesboro, So therefore, the Wolf's Furniture would have been like an hour away from me. <laughs> oh, was it really uh, an hour from Walkersville? Uh, yeah, but like it, the Hagerstown outlets was uh, well okay anything that isn't downtown Frederick is basically feels like an hour away at least like it's about like 40 minutes I think at least I'm googling it okay well you can report back but for me uh hanging out time for me and my friends was walking around the neighborhood drinking Mountain Dew and then going back to the Safeway to get more Mountain Dew and then walking around the neighborhood drinking Mountain Dew. Okay, that's that's pretty uh, good. So 35 minutes to get from Walkersville to the Hagerstown premium outlet. So okay. point taken. That's actually surprisingly fast. I did not expect that. It always feels like that five-minute difference between downtown Frederick and everywhere else uh-huh. is just like it feels like forever, apparently. So yeah, but even thirty-five minutes doesn't feel worth it. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, considering there, I'm pretty sure that Value City Furniture is at the mall, and that's only like twenty minutes away. So, but they don't have snacks, do they? <laughs> uh, no, but they're. It was in the mall, right next to the Orange Julius. So Ooh, mm, good, yeah. as long as you don't spill your Julius. Yeah, yeah, no, that would that would get you kicked out of the Value City Furniture. Then when are you, where are you going to go for your college-ready furniture experience? Not at Wolf's Furniture. That is adult-ready. Yep, yep, that's adult quality. Yeah. Yep. All right, John, so um, is there anything else that we should talk about before we jump to our theories about what the heck's actually going on in this show? Uh, I think that the the interesting part about the show is the bounty hunter and teenager part, and I think those are going to factor into our theories. So I think we're good to move on. All right, then I'll just make a really bad joke and say, where's the bounty hunting, or is this just about looking for toilet paper in the coronavirus era? <laughs> I mean, that's very true. No bounty hunting is done here, unless Miles is for some reason the bounty, but I don't think that's true. Um, Hard to know. Well, why don't why don't you go first with your theory, John? All right, so I think it's a TV show where two women bounty hunters go missing on the job, and and they are mothers. So it's not the teenage Ooh. bounty hunters; these are these are women partners. They go missing on the job, and they're teenage daughters who look enough like them to use their IDs or whatever their bounty hunter IDs uh, fill in for them uh, in the bounty hunter business uh, while looking for their moms, while inves- uh, investigating for their moms, and you know while managing the business in their absence. Oh, that's very right? good. Uh, so while on the job, 
like this is what I'm explaining, like th- this particular interaction. Uh, uh, woman number two or daughter number two now in my premise um, ends up reluctantly accepting a date from an informant named Miles in exchange for information. All right. So I think that that's how she ends up here and why she doesn't give a crap about it. But I think because we see Miles at the very end of this minute, right? Oh, I, 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 I think didn't she get re- that far. I don't think you didn't get that far. I thought I thought it like the last second is like looking at Miles and uh, and I think she's regretting her lack of uh circumspect uh circumspectness in her appearance oh is is miles a good looking guy uh i think miles probably like i think he cleaned up for the date is what i think was the thing because he 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 comes in looking teen hunky in that he has like a studded belt so nice yeah i know well john that sounds like a very good tv show that i would watch yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I was kind of into it. I was like, man, if this is actually what this is, I'm watching this because. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's a better show than the one I'm going to describe, which is about. I like yours. Well, it's a, let's let the audience decide. Okay, it's about two bounty hunters that go in deep cover in a high school to catch like young criminals or something. So it's like Twenty One Jump Street, except because it's a Netflix original series, the concept isn't as well thought through. Like, why would because these folks are just lying to get into a school, which is also a crime. Uh, but in this episode, woman number two has to go on a date to keep her cover intact. It's like, everybody's mm-hmm. going to know I'm not 16 if I don't go to the prom. Why am I Jimmy Stewart? That was weird. <laughs> um, so Because Jimmy Stewart famously for famous for his role in 21 Jump Street, of course. Haven't seen it, but I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> okay. uh, I think 21 Jump Street is like Johnny Depp, I think. I don't know. God, someone's going to yell at us about that. But mm-hmm. um, woman number two, even though she knows she has to go on this date, Miles is 16 and she's 30. So she wants to try really hard to keep things as non-romantic as possible, which is like just pragmatic to be less creepy. But <laughs> her friend like agrees that she shouldn't get involved with a 16 year old, but is reliving some high school horror stories and is like nervous. Her friend is going to embarrass herself, which it sounds mm. like might be about to happen when... Uh, your boy shows up with a studded belt looking mm-hmm. fly. Yep. Uh, I think I think that that's absolutely uh, possible. I like the idea that she's trying to like downplay this date because uh, so I th- was it it was um, there's a movie with this premise where uh, God, what's her name? Never going to remember her name, uh, but the, the famous actress goes undercover I mean, she's playing a character who goes undercover as a journalist to a high school. Never been kissed. Uh, never been kissed. There you go. Uh, and yeah, I think that's that's like a mix of 21 Jump Street and Never Been Kissed is like a pretty good. Uh, you could probably sell a script on that. I'm just saying. God, I don't know that I'd want to. No, I probably not. But I'm just saying that you could. You probably could. You, that's Paul. true. I'll sell it right yeah. back to Netflix. They'll be none the wiser. <laughs> All right, John. Yep. Well, 13 can- reasons why I've never been kissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we recommend, though, either the show that we think really exists, the show that you've described, or the show that I've described? So I liked I liked the rapport between the two actresses. Yep. Uh, 
I, I kind of liked everything about this. Like, I thought Bargain Hole was a funny joke. Like, like it piqued my interest in the show. I would love to see my show, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I would definitely watch both your show and the and the regular one. In fact, I, I still have the browser up uh, up in my browser because I plan on watching it at some point today. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I think I also agree. It looks like it might be a decent show. Okay, so so normally we would invite the submitter to come on next week or send us a clip in the next couple of weeks. Um, of them explaining what this is actually about but Uh this was a randomly selected minute so do we just want to throw an open call out there if any of our listeners are familiar with this show which may not be the case and want to tell us if we've gotten it right or not they can send us a quick clip oh absolutely just email us at the minute podcast at gmail.com or maybe you could find a way to tweet it at us at at minute pod pod at minute at minute pod not not the minute pod not the minute pod yeah don't send it to us on Facebook, though. We're on there, but I don't think we ever check it. And I guess you could... I check it just to clear the, the notifications off my phone. <laughs> oh, good. So you could also send it to us there. Uh, yeah. You, you can also use any of those means of contacting us to send us a minute that you want us to talk about. The minutepodcast.com slash contact is probably the best way, but we'll take what we can get. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John and Paul, produced by John with theme music by me. If you come back for our next episode, we're going to ask you a very insightful question. John, what is it? Uh, do you want a bargain hole? Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.